0: Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast on a Thursday night and the NFL Divisional Round Edition of the Scorching Six. Joining me today, live in studio, Rebound. What up, Rebound? How you doing?
1: What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing good. How about yourself?
0: Doing well. Uh, looking forward to these uh, Divisional Round games. Uh, we had some good uh, wild card round games ending with that thriller in Chicago with Philadelphia and Chicago, so... Looking forward to these games, and then also on the line we have a very jovial and upbeat Akshay in from Pasadena. Akshay, how's it going?
2: What's up, bro? Uh, it's going pretty well, my friend. You know, it's uh, I'm pretty jovial, but I'm not. Uh, I'm upbeat too, but uh, I don't know about how much of that upbeat I am. But uh, it's uh I it's better than usual, I guess.
0: I would think you'd be on top of the world right now, considering how thoroughly Alabama got dominated on Monday night.
2: Uh, you know, that, is, that is 100% sure, bro. 100% sure. I've been going off. I mean, I've been thinking so happy. And I'm just glad that Alabama got their ass whooped. I think that program needs to... I, I think that program finally realized that they're not top dog anymore. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, I just think that there's a lot of stuff going on with that university. and A lot of stuff that people won't hear about in the background, you know, so... I don't know. I mean, that's
0: just my opinion. All right. Fair enough. So, but with that, we'll get into the divisional round matchups. We got, uh, once again, this weekend, we got two matchups on Saturday, two matchups on Sunday. Uh, the first game, it's a late afternoon game on Saturday. You got the Indianapolis Colts coming off a dominating win over the Texans on the road in the wild card round, traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. And we got the Chiefs giving five and a half points in this one. Akshay, what do you think?
2: You know, this one, bro. It's this is a tough call for me. I know uh, my my heart says the Chiefs because uh, their home record. They're I believe seven and one at home. Um, I know they're they're. I mean, they're a dangerous team. You know, the Chiefs are uh, a dangerous team, bro. Especially when they play at home. In uh, I believe still Arrowhead, but uh, yeah, it, it's a dangerous team, you know. I mean, I know the Colts are, are playing really well now, dude. You I mean last game, they played. Their defense has stepped up a lot, you know. Their offense is is rolling, but I just think it, it's going to be a little too much, man, uh, to come into the Chiefs' thing. It's Chiefs' home, and um, expect them to come out of way with a victory, you know. So I I went with the Chiefs.
0: Okay, Akshay going uh, Chiefs, swung five and a half points. Rebound, what do you think on this one?
1: Yeah, as Akshay mentioned, home field is a big advantage here. Kansas City's a hard place to play at. But at the end of the day, the Colts are the hottest team in the NFL right now. And I think the home field is the only thing Kansas City has going for them. Uh, If you look at all positions, position by position, I think it's pretty even on the offensive end. Uh, I mean, Andrew Luck and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes had a great season, but Andrew Luck also had a great season. Then we got wide receivers, Sammy Watkins and T, uh, Tyreek Hill. And then we got T.Y. Hilton, and I don't know who their second wide receiver is. And then tight end, we got Jake Doyle and Eric Ebron, who had a breakout season. And then Travis Kelsey. But I think the edge were the Colts have is the defense uh, because Kansas City's defense is just awful and it has been all season uh they gave up 54 points when they played the Rams so I'm gonna go with the Colts plus five and a half and I'm gonna take the Colts to win straight up okay
0: rebound going with Colts getting five and a half uh yeah this was uh you have the Chiefs at home uh kind of another buy uh I don't think they've won a home playoff game since uh, the days of Joe Montana at the latter part of his career. So this is just a fan base that's really kind of uh, longing for that sort of playoff win at home, kind of that deep playoff run that they haven't had for a while. So, and then you have their Patrick Mahomes, 5,000 yards, 50 touchdown, passing touchdowns in the season, no doubt MVP in my mind, and then... That electric offense of those weapons behind him, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, uh, Travis Kelsey, and then some of those running backs that they have now with Damian Williams, Spencer Ware. But then on, on the other side, you have the Colts, uh, Andrew Luck coming back from injury. Uh, he showed how how well uh, their offense can be against the Texans in the wild card round. Just He had all day to, in the pocket uh, with, with that improved offensive line and was just ripping the Texans secondary apart, and the KC doesn't really have much of a secondary, so I think he's going to have some more success of that uh, this weekend and at Arrowhead, even though it is temperatures call for 38 degrees and the Colts are used to playing indoors at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. I still think he's going to be able to have success as he has a big arm and he's strong enough to kind of work and play through these type of conditions. And then... Defensively, like Rebound mentioned, the Colts are just are much more versed to kind of take handle a high powered offense as the Chiefs, as opposed to the Chiefs are. But I think the Chiefs are are going to be able to score points on the on the Colts defense. I mean, their offense is just electric. I think the Chiefs win this game, but I'm going to go. Indianapolis getting five and a half, so Indianapolis plus five and a half. So, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win 38 to 35 in this one. All right. So with that, we'll move on to the Saturday night game, a game uh, which is will draw uh, lots of uh, road fans to the the home team stadium. We got the LA Rams hosting the Dallas Cowboys, who coming are coming off the wild card win at home versus the Seahawks. And this one we got the Rams giving seven points. Rebound, what do you
1: think? You know, at the beginning of the season, the first half, uh, the Rams were the hottest team. Everyone said they're going to the Super Bowl. But then they kind of got pulling apart. Todd Gurley was injured the last three weeks, so he's not going to be 100%. And, I mean, even though they have the big names on defense, it's just, like, ridiculous of how bad their defense is. But their offense is just amazing. And then we got the Cowboys, who I'm not going to hold back. I hate the Cowboys. But they have been playing well. They have Ezekiel Elliott, who carries their offense. It's not Dak Prescott. And then their defense is playing very well. And Amari Cooper, ever since they got him, their season has just turned around. And there's going to be points on the board so if, if you are a gambler here, take the over on this game. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's 49, 49 and 9. a half. So take the over on that. And then on the game, I'm going to take the Cowboys to cover, but the Rams to win by four.
0: All righty. Uh, what do you think, Akshay?
2: You know, bro, this one, I think uh, uh, the Rams are going to win this. Uh, I think they're going to win it, uh, it, it pretty big. Uh, they're playing at home. Okay. Uh, i live seven and one at home you know the rams offense is it's just uh it's on fire bro i mean uh, do the cowboys can the cowboys defense stop them i don't think so you know i could be wrong i don't think so but my gut is saying that the rams take this
1: i hope and, you're right and they come
2: with uh, i hope i am too dude i i, want I don't the want Army
1: cowboys Army. to even have a chance i mean i, I don't like either team but I would rather have the Rams win, but yeah,
2: I don't and, uh, think I don't, like the
1: I don't think home field's going to play a factor cuz I mean it's going to be like 60/40 Cowboys fans, right?
2: Well, that's true. That uh, that could be the case. It could be the case, but uh, I just think the Cowboys there I think they're uh, I don't know what to say. I, I think they they got uh, I mean they're a good team. No doubt, but uh, I don't think they can stop the Rams' offense. I mean, I could be wrong, but uh, I just think the Rams are, are too much for them, bro. Especially when you're playing in LA. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's the uh, I think that's what uh, how would I put it? That's what the uh, that's the advantage the Rams have. The Cowboys are what three and five um, on away games this season. So I don't think they're that great when they play when they don't play at uh, at home, you know. So I'm I'm definitely going with the Rams. Uh, I I don't think the Cowboys can I don't think they'll be able to keep, uh, to keep up with the Rams, especially when the Rams are playing at home. So I'm going with the Rams, and I do think they cover the spread.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Akshay going Rams, uh, swallowing the seven points with Rams rebound, uh, taking the Cowboys, getting seven. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with rebound again on this one. I like the Cowboys in this one getting seven. I, I think the Rams' defense, as as stout as their front four is with Michael Brockers uh, and Damakeng Su, Aaron Donald, they just seem to give up a lot of rushing yards, a lot of uh, passing yards, a lot of points, it seems like. It seems like they've never really figured out their, their cohesiveness, their chemistry. And I think the Cowboys, I think, are going to kind of employ a kind of offensive – where they kind of dominate dominate the line of scrimmage, excuse me, and then kind of control the clock and kind of try to limit the positions that the Jared Goff and the Rams offense has. So, because of that, I think the Cowboys will be able to stay in the game, but I, I definitely think the Rams are going to win. I agree with Rebound on that, but I definitely love right. like the Cowboys getting 7 in this one. So, I'm going to go Cowboys plus 7. But I'm going to take the Rams to win the game. I'm going to go 35-31 Rams in this one.
2: All right. The Weather report for this weekend, bro. It's supposed to
1: rain, right? Yeah, I think it's gonna rain. That's what Zoo was saying because he plans on going to the game. Oh, wow! If, if yeah, you're gonna, you should join the them. Oh, shout out to Zoo Horse, big Cowboys fan. Good luck to him this weekend. No,
2: that's not, that's was Cowboys.
1: <laughs> yeah, that. but he went to the Rams uh, Chiefs game and he wore a Ram shirt. So I, I asked him, If you go to the game, are you gonna wear a uh, Rams shirt underneath your cowboy shirt, so it's a win-win for you.
2: <laughs> we'll go for Cowboys, and if the Rams end up winning, He going take off his shirt. <laughs> yeah, like he was
0: just acting he was, like, the, whole time he was to, uh, the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Alrighty, uh, so we'll move on then to the Sunday games. So the first game we got is early afternoon game in Foxborough. We got the Patriots coming off their bye week, 8-0 at home, kind of a little, little bit of trouble this season, but here they are again with the two-seed in the AFC. They haven't lost at home yet, uh, taking on uh, the Chargers, the LA Chargers, who ca- are coming off a road win in the wild card weekend uh, window against the Ravens. Where they completely dominated the Ravens def- de- with their defense and held Lamar Jackson in check, so they are seven and one in the road on the season. So, and the Patriots are eight and zero at home. So something's got to give in this matchup. This one we got the Patriots giving four points. Akshay, what do you think?
2: You know, this girl. I have to go with the Patriots here. I think the, they cover up the spread, uh, no doubt. You know, this is you're playing in. Uh, in Foxborough, you know, this is not uh, especially during the winter time. It's gonna be a uh, chilly, I believe, uh, high twenties on Sunday. <laughs> and that crowd noise, and when you're playing up there and with the Chargers, I don't know. I mean, from what I recall about Philip Rivers, um, he's not that great in in cold weather games. I mean, uh, it isn't. Uh, I know the Chargers have been playing on fire for the last like. Uh, uh, several games, you know, they've been hot. Uh, but uh, I think it, it's going to end in New England. Um, I think the Patriots take it. Uh, I think they cover the spread. So I see them winning by, the Patriots winning, at least by uh, 10 points.
0: All right, Akshay, swallowing the floor with the Patriots. Revan, what do you think?
1: Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. Uh, the Chargers are really good this season. They're a really talented team. And then we got the Patriots, who have been Had an up-and-down season. They lost wide receiver Josh Gordon, and everyone overreacted. And as Akshay said, this is in Foxboro, which is going to be the game-changer, in my opinion. A lot of people are going to be betting on the Chargers. I will say the Chargers have the better overall roster, but Tom Brady is better than Lamar Jackson. It's pretty easy to say, and this is going to be an easy one. Patriots win by seven. Okay. Swallow points. Rebound, swallowing
0: the four points with the Patriots as well. Uh, yeah, this one, I'm, I've am re- i been really impressed with this Chargers team. I mean, they've been able to w- win on the road, win close games, uh, something they haven't really been able to do in, in past seasons. That's kind of been their Achilles heel. They kind of uh, mess up close games. They're not good on the road. They're not good on the East Coast in cold weather. But they've proven that they've kind of been a different team this season, uh, showing – they have a, a good good defense with Derwin, Derwin James in their backfield. Uh, he's a good corner for them, rookie. And then Joey Bosa is good uh, off the edge of the edge rusher. And then Melvin Ingram last week uh, was designated to spy Lamar Jackson all throughout, and he did a superb job. Uh, but this time around, he's dealing with a, a different quarterback in Tom Brady, who just barely eclipsed 1,000 career rushing yards in his 20th season. So he's a guy that Likes to stay inside the pocket and not really get outside too much. So that's a different type of challenge. So they got to bring exotic type blitzes, uh, lots of blitz packages, pressures to get to Brady. And I think they'll be able to do that. And I just think the Patriots, they don't really have very many weapons offensively. And if you look at kind of the Patriots history of their dynasty with Belichick and Brady, the teams like from... In the first six or seven years, the identity of the, those teams were—they weren't very ta- talented offensively. They had uh, good running games, good offensive lines, but offensively their game plan was just dominate the clock, run the ball, and then let, let the defense, which was very, very good, one of the elite defenses for, six, for a good six-year stretch in the NFL, kind of win the games they this season I mean their offense is not really as talented Brady does not have very many weapons obviously Josh Gordon is not there anymore Gronkowski is having one of his worst seasons they have a mishmash of uh, running backs Sonny Michelle James White so it's gonna it's gonna be a little tough to kind of generate its offense uh, against in my opinion against a good defense like the Chargers and I think it's gonna be kind of trouble for them and then they, on the other side, for their defense, they don't really have an elite, stout defense like they had in those first six, seven years of their dynasty run to kind of save them from and kind of make up for their their, their lack of offense, in my opinion, in this game. So, because of that, I, I really like the Chargers in this game to win outright. So, I'm going to take the Chargers getting four points and I'm going to take them to win the game, 28 to 24.
2: Alright, alright. If this um... If the Chargers can get to Brady, they have a shot at the game. bro. if they if they let Brady sit there for like three, four seconds in the pocket and have him look around twice, then I don't think they have a chance to win. Okay, but I think if they can get to Brady, they definitely
0: have a shot. Okay, fair enough. We'll see what happens. That should be an interesting early afternoon matchup on Sunday. So with that, we'll move on to the last matchup of the weekend. It's a late afternoon game on Sunday. From New Orleans, Louisiana, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We got the one seed in the NFC, the Saints. 13-3, and 6-2 and at home. Giving eight points. They're, they're going to be taking on the Eagles in this one. The Eagles, uh, winners of four straight. It seems like they've been playing playoff games for the last month. And they have uh, now at playing quarterback for them. Nick Foles, who led them to the Super Bowl run last season, and has earned himself the nickname "Big Dick Nick," and he he's really uh kind of seemed to very sh- given given the Eagles some calmness, some poise, and some kind of confidence going into this game. So with this one, uh, with Saints giving eight, like I said, rebound. We'll start with you. What do you think?
1: On this one, it's I think it's also pretty easy. I'm going with the favorite here. Drew Brees plays well at home, and I think it's going to come to an end here for Philly. And I think the Saints whoop them really good and win by 14. All right. Rebound swallowing the eight points and taking New
0: Orleans. Akshay, what do you think?
2: I agree with uh, Reon here, bro. I mean, I think the Saints are just too good at home. You know, I mean, they're playing on home, they're playing on after turf, I believe, or what is that turf they play on but, yeah, I think it's but when they're at home turf. they're unstoppable you know I mean they are, uh, the Saints are unstoppable when they're playing at home I think uh, um, I just think Philly is going uh, to give it its best shot you know to, to beat them but I think the Saints I think they'll be too much at, at home bro and I think uh, I think it, it's going to be a somewhat high scoring game but uh, I think Philly wins it I mean I'm sorry uh, I think uh, the Saints win it by uh, at least uh, 10 points
0: Okay. Fair enough. So, rebound and, and Akshay agreeing on this one. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you guys again on this one. Yeah.
1: What, what, what's going on today? So,
0: I'm taking all underdogs this weekend. What Akshay's taking all all favorites. I, I really like the Eagles getting eight here. I mean, I'm not really a big Fo- Nick Foles fan, as you guys have seen on previous podcasts, but something just seems to happen to the team when he's in there. I mean, the defense plays much better. I mean... Le- Their pass rush is just much better when Nick Foles is in for some reason for the last six or seven games. I mean, led by Fletcher Cox, Chris Long, Haloti and then Malcolm Jenkins plays well as a safety in the corner. And they just seem to have a certain level of kind of structure and stuff when Nick Foles is in there as compared to Carson Wentz. I mean, Carson Wentz probably is the better long-term solution if he is fully healthy, and he should be. But Nick Foles, I mean, is just cool, calm, under pressure. I mean, that throw he made uh, to win the game last week in Chicago, I mean, was just uh, an excellent throw. He had to angle his arm a certain way to get it past Leonard Floyd and into the arms of uh, Golden Tate for that winning touchdown. So he's just been superb. I mean... His first playoff game he he actually faced off against the Saints that was at in Philadelphia back in 2013 they they lost that game on a game winning field goal by the Saints so that was his only playoff loss since then he's won i believe five five straight playoff games as the quarterback or four straight excuse me as the quarterback at the Eagles the starting quarterback and I think he's going to have a pretty good game again against a Saints defense who will I think will bring pressure, but I don't think it can be that much worse or, or or better than what the Bears brought to him last week. The Bears are a legitimate defense, and they held them the Eagles to only 16 points last week. I, so I think he'll be able to put up more points in this one. And then obviously the Saints are going to put up a lot of points. I think they're going to win the game. I just don't think they're going to cover that the eight-point sprint. It's going to be a much different game, in my opinion, than the one they played in Week 11 or Week 12, where the Saints won 48-7. to So I think Drew Brees will end Nick Foles' streak, give him his only two playoff losses in his career as a starter. But I definitely like Philadelphia plus eight in this one, and I'm going to take, this, take them plus eight, and I think the Saints win 31-24 in this one. All right.
1: So Shay, before we sign off, uh, a lot of head coaching got a lot of head coaches got hired, and there were a couple of surprises. What you? What's your take on
2: them? You know, um, one of the coaches I was sort of upset about in this whole Kingsbury issue with the USC, and he just got hired by Arizona. Uh, I don't know what went on there. I don't know what the hell was happening with USC at this point. What their plans are doing, I think, with the whole uh, Clay Elton thing, it's, it's just it's turning upside down. Uh, that's one. Um, other coaches, I believe, um, I believe Cincinnati's trying to go after uh, the, um, uh, Coke. Um, I think, the... Co- it's the Rams QB coach. Yeah, the Rams QB coach, that's another thing to look at. You know, I mean, that's what happens, bro. Whenever there's um, the top teams, whenever they're winning or they're doing, people like to poach their um, their coaches, you know, to bring them up, uh, upgrade them to uh, top best quarter, defensive corner, whatnot. But uh, yeah, man, it's a it's a lot of change happening right now, and I, I just think it's I think it, it could be good, maybe it's not. You know, with the with the Cardinals,
1: I don't know, dude. I mean, he hasn't proved himself in college that much. Yeah, I mean, he got fired from a college coach, then took a head coaching, offensive coordinator position, then got a head coaching position in the NFL. That's like what the fuck, like, like. Well, what happened?
2: I mean, yeah, I think you need to prove yourself a little bit before you get, uh, before you get hired uh, as an offensive coach. Maybe everybody's just trying to find out. Like, I guess they the new thing in the league right now is everybody's trying to get that young and up and coming coach.
1: Yeah, they Sean were saying they took him because he's quote-unquote Sean McVay's friend, and after Sean McVay has been done amazing, everyone wants something similar. Correct.
2: And then, the, <laughs> I don't know about the, the whole coaching change in the AFC East, bro. I don't know what they say like They're putting the musical chairs there, you know, with, uh, with Gase going from the Dolphins to the Jets, and then uh, um, Jets pick, uh, I think they still... I don't know if the Dolphins picked up.
1: I don't think the Dolphins signed anyone yet, but the Jets did sign Adam Gase.
2: Adam Gase, yeah. That's another thing to look at there. <laughs> it's like uh, everybody's uh, taking people from their own from their own rival teams, taking coaches. So we'll see, dude. It's, yeah, it's quite interesting to see where, where this will all uh, unfold
1: to. Well, what's your take on the two biggest jobs that we're opening? And, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll start off with the Browns. Baker Mayfield having a career rookie year, amazing rookie year, and they hired the offensive coordinator who was just an offensive coordinator for eight games.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's another thing, dude. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see what happens, but maybe this, maybe it will work out. You know, Maybe he, he needs a coach like that. A younger coach who has uh, a new talent of mind, yeah, um have a new system that he can enroll with them. And uh, I think a lot of the coaches now in the league, they have their own whole systems that have been in the league for so long and they don't want to change or adapt to the way the league is changing. So, I mean, the, that could be an option. I mean, that could be the reason why this is occurring. But we have to just wait and see what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, right, I mean, right. Okay. And, and for the, my, my team, the Green Bay Packers, they hired – Matt LaFleur who I don't even know who the hell is and I was just disappointed with it, but I guess Aaron Rodgers had some say, so what's your take on that one?
2: I mean that I don't know, bro. I, I, I don't know but I think he was the only offensive coordinator for not that long. And they took a um they took a chance on it, you know. I mean it's gonna be uh it's gonna be boomer bust. I hate to say it with that guy. I yeah, mean I uh, agree.
1: I, I don't like it at all. I mean,
2: it's a, it, it's a risk they took, you know. It's a risk that they, that they that they took. Maybe they needed a change, maybe because Aaron Rodgers wanted to, to have more. Maybe he was being restricted by Michael McCarthy. I don't know. I mean, it, that's what it probably is. But when you have a star quarterback like uh, Aaron Rodgers, dude, uh, I have no doubt that he's also uh, he's the one making the calls. Or he's the one giving his opinion, uh, a strong opinion on what the team needs to go at. And maybe he, maybe he was thumbs up for this, uh, for hiring him. So I don't know, dude. I mean, we'll just wait and see. I think by, by midseason we'll see where, where these teams are as far as, uh, um, as far as, uh, well, what do you call it, with the win loss situation. And uh, I could potentially see some of these coaches getting hired. Uh, I could see them getting fired by midseason if things don't go well.
1: Yeah, and last question. Sports analysts, if you heard of him, Colin Coward mentioned that most of these hires are bad because seven of the eight coaches left in the in the playoffs or 50 are fifty or over, and everyone's hiring young coaches. What's your take on that?
2: You know, everybody it's copycat league, dude. You know, I mean, once there's a new head coach, that comes in, a young coach. Every team wants a wants a wants a job on the wagon, you know, and and redo their whole system. I think. Um, I think it's a good thing for the league. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> I think it's a, it's a good... excuse me. Okay. I think I it's a good thing for the league. Yeah, thank you. I think it's a good thing for the league because this gives new uh, new offenses, new more uh, excitement that can come off from from touchdowns or one up the for each game. But at the same time, it's. Um, the negative is you have these young coaches trying to implement this, these new systems in the NFL. I mean, there's no guarantee it's going to work. You know what I mean? There's no guarantee this, what they're doing is is, is going to do anything in the NFL. Because it, it's different uh, running things at college and it, it's different running things in the NFL. Yes, I mean, if you look at it with uh, Mahomes and, and Kansas City, things worked out. But, but not everything's going to work out for, for every single team. So, I mean, we'll see, bro. We'll see
1: what happens. Yeah, exactly. And then we're going to have an exciting playoff week here, hopefully.
2: Yeah,
1: that's good. Hopefully. <laughs> Alrighty. I haven't really given too much
0: thought to the coaching vacancies, the ones that have been filled or not filled. I mean, I'm just focusing on kind of the, the playoff matchups and stuff. And with that, I guess that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of the Z-Ball podcast, the, the divisional round. Uh, Scorching 6th edition. Akshay Rebound, thank you guys so much for joining me. Always a pleasure.
1: Thanks for having me on. Uh, Thanks for having me, bro. Everybody,
0: thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy all of the divisional round games. And I'll be back next week for the conference championship matchups.